Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle programs created for your goals and your reality. No magic pills, no judgments, and no time to waste. Let's get into it. Hey, hello, and welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. My name is Justin McClintock, and today we are talking about speed. Speed is king. I want to talk tempos. I want to talk strength. I want to talk about why you should film the boring stuff. So we love talking about speed. If you have gotten a program from us, it is extremely likely that we have talked about speed at some point, whether talking about how fast we want you to move or inserting a tempo into a lift or a movement. Speed comes up all the time because it's super important and it can it's like pouring jet fuel on a movement. It can completely change it. It can make it harder. It can up your progress. It can get different solutions out of the same movement by adjusting the speed and where it is. Now, say we're talking tempos. Tempos are how fast or slowly we move through different portions of a movement, right? We're not going to try and get super sciency, but generally every movement has an eccentric portion, an isometric portion, and a concentric portion. If, for example, we're talking about a squat, the eccentric is the lowering phase, the concentric is raising up, isometric is staying still. Typically, when we're talking tempos, we'll put this at one end or the other. So in terms of the squat, we would either pause at the absolute bottom. If we stay still at the bottom, that's adding an isometric tempo, If you or an isometric moment, hold. Uh, if we pause at the top, that's adding an isometric hold at the top. We could pause at any point. Holding still, that is isometric. So eccentric, generally the lowering, concentric, the raising. Uh, it's slightly more complicated than that. It's about lengthening and shortening muscles, but let's not get, get derailed. That's what we got. If we start inserting tempos into these movements, you can get more results, more strength, let's say, if we're aiming for strength, out of the same movement at the same weight at the same reps. Five sets by five at 135. If I insert a tempo into that, I can make you stronger than if you didn't have the tempo in it. We can work towards stability. If you have stability problems, if you wobble around, if you have a hard time catching your Olympic lifts, if you tend to fall forward or fall backward, you notice that there's a movement faults somewhere in your lift. If we potentially insert an isometric hold near where those problems are, that is one of the ways we can increase stability. It's not the only way. It may not be the solution to your problem, but it may well be. Taking a movement you already do, something that's already in your programming, and making a small adjustment to the tempo. If we are trying to work on joint and tendon health, tendon health loves tempo. Slow down, hold at the bottom. If you go heavy for sets of five to eight, yeah, we can really get some stuff done on tendon health, depending on what part of the body we're looking on. We're, I know we're just talking squats right now because I use that as an example, but heavy, slow resistance work is awesome for tendon health. We can bring it back. We can make you stronger. We can make you more adaptable. We can make you more functional. What about hypertrophy? What if you just want to put on some sweet muscle? You want to get jacked? Yeah, tempo is huge with this. Have you ever done concentric tempo bench presses? Holy moly, the chest pump is crazy. 
unrack that weight, take three seconds to get to your chest, hold it for a second, and then take three seconds to get to the top. Whew. It is not the best move for strength. It's an amazing move for hypertrophy and more time under tension. Making that contraction take a long time, getting everything we can out of every single rep, really squeezing all of the juice that that orange has for us. These are just a few of the ways that we can use the tempo, whether it's concentric, eccentric, isometric, for progress. Which way do you want to go? And I recognize a lot of times it's, well, I want all of those. I want my tendons to be stronger, and I'm a little unstable, and I want to be strong, and I want to put on some sweet muscle. Great. Will we do it all at the same time? No. Can we build a progressive program that will accomplish all these things? Yes. What about pure speed? Just moving fast, getting away from tempos. Lifting fast is awesome for strength. We say all the time to in-person clients, given the option, if we haven't given you any other notes or any other guidance, I want you to move this weight as fast as possible through the concentric portion as you can. Movement quality has to be great. Technique has to be excellent. Given those, move it as fast as you possibly can. Moving fast builds strength. Moving fast builds confidence. Moving fast builds strength. It is normal for us in a powerlifting program to just have strength days. Powerlifting is typically move the most weight. Who can squat? Who can deadlift? Who can bench press the most for one rep? That's what we're doing. And we will take other time and work on just moving the bar super fast with usually pretty moderate weights. Speed days rarely go above 80%. But we're looking for absolute speed. Get to the bottom of the squat, explode up. Get set for that deadlift. How fast can you get that bar to a standing position? Bench press, control to your chest. How fast can you come up in a stable position with an awesome bar path? Speed days are great. And if you've been in fitness for a while, you have seen there's all kinds of groovy high-tech solutions just for measuring speed, just for measuring bar speed. Never mind measuring athlete speed, which certainly if you're a field athlete, track athlete, like there's lots of ways, uh, cool high-tech ways for measuring athlete speed, radar guns, but also all kinds of laser measures and really groovy things. But there's lots of gizmos that have been around for a while to measure bar speed. There are programs, now this is usually the kind of thing that only comes up in colleges and professional sports because the stuff is really expensive and taking the time to kind of lay it out and compare spreadsheets is this thing that typically only assistant strength coaches, frankly, have the time for and are tasked for. But people who will be given a rep scheme and they're to build weight until the, they can no longer move the bar at X meters per second. That's what we're going for. There's a, there's a specific number, and depending on the sport and the athlete, that can move around. But looking for real speed. We want to keep moving as long as you can keep moving fast. When you start moving that weight too slow, we're no longer getting the response that we want. That's not the stimulus we're looking for today. We're going to back off so you can keep moving fast. Now, let's say you're listening to my voice and you are not a college or professional athlete. Well, you're in the minority, frankly, on this podcast, but think about another way to do this. If you film yourself lifting a lot, you will start getting a pretty good eye for how fast you move. If you are fortunate enough to have an in-person coach, that person will have a really good idea of how you move relatively quickly. 
I know what it looks like when my athletes are moving fast. And fast is different for everyone. And we often are trying to build speed in people. Your speed is not absolute. It's not that it's never going to change. We will try and make you faster if we think we can and if we think that we'll have a positive benefit. But I know what it looks like when athlete A is moving fast. And I know what it looks like when athlete A starts slowing down. And that's different than what it looks like when athlete B starts slowing down. Speed is relative. Speed is really important. If you don't have an in-person coach who can look at this stuff, I strongly suggest filming the boring stuff. Watch yourself warm up. Watch yourself lift moderate weights. Now, notice how fast you're going. If you're not going really fast, I urge you to try moving fast. If you practice slow, when things get heavy, when things get hard, you're just going to stop and fail because your, your normal speed is kind of slow. So when you run into some resistance, you're going to stop. I think that makes sense, right? If a car is rolling along at five miles an hour and rolls into a mud puddle, it may just stop. That was enough resistance to halt it. If a car is coming at 100 miles an hour and hits a mud puddle, it's probably gonna slam right through it. Imagine that with your sticking points in your lift. Imagine that with an intimidating weight that gets in your head. If you practice the other weights fast with awesome technique, with excellent movement quality, if you practice fast, when things get hard, when you run into that sticky mud puddle, you will simply slow down a little bit. You won't stop. You will slam through that mud puddle at 100 miles an hour. Filming will also let you know when what feels slow is actually fast. And this is, sounds funny, but it happens all the time. And if you are someone who has filmed yourself for a while, you may already be remembering a time this happens to you. I have done it all the time. I have athletes. I just had an athlete this morning, literally, who had happened to. You're filming, and you're working, and you're working. And you get to a set, you're like, oof, that is really starting to slow down. I'm, I thought I was going to be stronger than this today, but I'm not. And you look at the video, and it's fast. You're like, oh, it just feels slow. It feels slow because you're, you have gotten used to moving so fast that when you start slowing down a little bit, it feels like you're grinding. It feels like you're slow. If you look at it on video and compare it to, you know, and something like an objective eye, a coach's eye, ideally, you will notice that, no, that's perfectly fine. You're actually moving well. You're moving still pretty fast. We can absolutely stay at this weight and do the rest of the sets that were programmed or potentially go up in weight or whatever the, whatever the plan is. But it's a great way to notice when what feels like slow isn't actually slow happens all the time. Your proprioception is not perfect. What feels slow to you may be perfectly fine. Film the boring stuff. Last part on speed is there's lots of great accessory stuff to help with speed, depending on what kind of room you have, what kind of equipment you have access to. We love jumps. We love throws. We love plyometrics. Anything with explosive hip action is probably going to be useful to you. Anything with, with explosive change of direction may be useful to you, depending on what your sport, competition, movement, goals, etc. are. But look into some accessories, and if you get assigned accessory work and you don't do it, you're missing out. Don't skip the accessories. That's what builds the foundation around that central pillar of your lift and your strength. Let that support structure help you. It's really important. Is the scaffolding around the construction that we're building from the inside. If that scaffolding isn't there, you're significantly less stable and you're doing yourself a disservice. Speed is king and speed will set you free.
I think that's what I have to say about speed today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for the ratings. Thank you to everyone who's written a review. Written reviews are super important. If you haven't done it already and you can hear my voice, it would mean a lot to me. If you could go on the Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Play or wherever you're listening to this, write a few words about whatever you think about this. Drop a five-star review if you could. It means a lot. If you have any questions, Instagram is usually the easiest place to find us. I'm at FeelStrongFit. My name is Justin McClintock. Feel strong. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Please visit us at feelstrong.me. Find us on Instagram at feelstrongfit. You can DM us to get started, pick our brain, rate and review us on iTunes. Please, five stars there. It makes a really big difference. And folks, remember, we don't work with everyone, but we'll talk to anyone. If you're ready to get started today, so are we. Thank you again, and feel strong.